Hello, good morning. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show Radio to open the heart, heal the soul, awaken the consciousness. Benny. Hello. Oh, hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying to spice it up a little bit. It's, um... Oh, you don't have to work very hard at that, Loretta. Come on. <laughs> I mean, just I... Uh, seriously. <laughs> I got to tell you, this is funny. Um, years ago, you know, I was working with a healer and I know, I know I was very, very shy as a girl, very sensitive, one of those highly sensitive people. Right. And um, I said something to her about how I always was trying to hide and be invisible. And she just looked at me with this expression and she said, oh, honey, you're <laughs> you're not invisible. <laughs> you're far from it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Oh, well, that didn't work. <laughs> That's cute. It's adorable. <laughs> so there you have it, everybody. Uh, anyway, I hope you're having a good day. And, and up here in Seattle, we're kind of foggy and smoggy and smoky and rainy. And welcome to October. That's what the thing is, right? <laughs> sure, we'll go with Benny, that. You're, we'll go Benny, with that. you're still laughing. You just I... <laughs> label like everything you could just come up with. I think you just take your pick. But I'll stick with the majority of the fog for today, you know, because it is okay. October and it's getting a little crisp, more crisp around here in the Pacific Northwest. A little frost on the pumpkins uh, soon, very soon. Although I got to tell you, I went shopping for Halloween candy and there's Christmas decorations. I'm not going to say anything. It's been up <laughs> since like last July. Like it, <laughs> they never took it down. No, it's up all year round. They just can't move to the consistency of the next holiday. Yeah. It's like five ahead. Yeah. I yeah. do love fall here. You know, I've got big maple trees outside yeah. and they're starting to change color. And of course, I have this thing about trees. So anyway, it's just beautiful. I hope everybody's having a good time. And man, I've got a great show for you today. Wonderful, wonderful. I got a guy named Tim Walter. I'm going to bring him on in just a few minutes. You are going to just love this subject. So before I get to that, I am Loretta Brown. <laughs> I'm the owner of Reiki Oasis located right here in the greater Seattle area for the last 28 years. And uh, you can find me at ReikiOasis.com. Thank you to my patrons. We are a listener supported show. And from my heart to yours, always special, special, special blessings because everything that you do contributes, contribute your energy, contribute your love, contribute in any way that you can it helps us all connect and helps me bring great people onto the show. So I do thank you. A little bit of an astrological check-in. Uh, welcome to October. And it is a month of <clears throat> tumultuous transitions. So hang on. Uh, we began the month with six major planets retrograde. Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto all having a retro party. I don't know what they're dressed up as, but they party! were doing it. I planet <laughs> party. Gotta love planet party. <laughs> planet party. I know exactly. And uh, thank goodness, Mercury, thank you, Mercury, went direct on the second. And as we journey through the month, Pluto and Saturn will also station direct, minimizing that backward energy. And they're going to kickstart. This is a powerful kickstart this month, a new cycle of planetary and personal transformation. With Mercury moving direct, new insights and intuition may come into play. Pluto moves direct on Saturday, October 8th. Pluto is the planet of death and rebirth. 
very active right now. And so it emerges from this chapter we've been going through. We may be able to see with greater clarity all the ways we have transformed. And if we've experienced any endings during this time, we may begin to see how those endings are guiding us into a new direction, which is where we absolutely have to go. Sunday, October 9th, we have the volatile Aries full moon, which will launch us into a healing of some kind. And as some of us already saying in beautiful Aries fashion, stomping their foot, enough with this healing, let's get on with it. Come on, let's go. So be careful with this energy. It can be angry, it can be volatile, can be uncomfortable. Stay grounded, connect with all that is, bring yourself back to center. Uh, so just, just be aware, it's an awful lot of fire in the sky. The confronting Aries full moon will launch us into a very intense eclipse season. And all the astrologers are talking about this. This is really big energy. And I don't tell you that to say, oh, be afraid. I'm just letting you know the weather, right? So when we know what's coming, you can just get prepared. So we have a Scorpio new moon solar eclipse on October 25th and a Taurus blood moon eclipse on November 8th, which is election day here in the States. You will be feeling the effects of these two powerful eclipses throughout the entire month of October. And we have another major cosmic event happening at the end of October on October 30th in between those eclipses. Mars goes retrograde in Gemini. Ooh, Mars, planet of action, energy, and motivation, and Gemini is about thinking. When these two things come together, there's a challenge. It's going to challenge our energy levels. It's going to challenge our motivations. We may feel two-minded. We may be feeling at odds with some of the things that the beautiful um, full moon on Sunday will begin to illuminate for us. So. Remember, I, I, do, I do mean this, remember to be kind, keep breathing. And then I want you to listen to my guest today because you know what? He works an awful lot with energies of many different kinds. He might have some insight into what I just said. Who knows, I put him on the spot, right? So my guest today is Tim Walter. I feel like I need like applause or something. <laughs> so glad to have you on my show. He is an alternative life coach, a house healer, and author of absolutely spectacular book called Spirit and Earth, a handbook for modern holistic living. For 30 years, starting in 1983, Tim Walter worked as a successful corporate video writer, director, and producer. However, <clears throat> In the early 2000s, his interest in the stressful, deadline-driven corporate world had started to wane because his life had radically changed perspective. His family moved to a new house in 1998 and discovered that where they now lived contained a ghost. Yes, a ghost, which the family learned to speak with through dousing. <gasps> I've got your attention, don't I? Yes, indeed, mine too. This personality introduced Tim to the concept of earth energy, which eventually led him to establish a network of international house healers and into his current work. Wow, Tim, welcome to my show. Thank you very much. 
Thank you for having me. What yeah. A, <laughs> what a lovely thing to be part of. Could we just douse right now? Could you just douse the world? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather I, I'd rather not on so many levels, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. all sorts of things involved in that, but yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, where do you that, want to... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's political right away, isn't it? Let's not go there. So um, could you please, thanks. <laughs> could you please just give the audience a little bit of your backstory and, and fill us in like, what? Right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it always sounds, it always sounds rather, <laughs> um, rather remarkable, actually, every time I hear people doing the same intro, it's like, oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, well, that's me. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, fundamentally, the story, you know, ev everybody has their own story, everybody's life is their own story, and everybody has a book to write and all and everything. And I mean that, you know, absolutely in the way that all creative beings should exist. So, you know, that's number one is, um, there's nothing special about uh, me per se. I am simply an aspect of the universe in the same way as you rather wonderfully are too. Now, way back in 1998, uh, I wouldn't have understood what on earth somebody would have meant by any of that. Um, in 1998 is when we moved into the house in the uh, Welsh borders um, and really completely and utterly changed our lives by meeting this spirit of the deceased lady that was known as Jane. She basically said to us as a family, I just want to be part of the family. But actually, Jane um, was far more than just what we would recognize as an ordinary ghost. She was, uh, I'll use the word is, she is um, a, a guardian aspect. She is a guardian aspect and a, a spirit of place, um, uh, literally personified. Now, when she introduced herself to us um, as a family, she said, you know, there are some dragon lines here in the house that we've moved into. Um, and I'm here um, looking after those so that they don't give you any trouble. And um, this idea that there would be these things called dragon lines, um, which we can talk a little bit more about in a minute. Yes. Uh, it seemed both incredibly radical, but also very, very natural and normal. I didn't know anything about ley lines, earth energy lines, energy grids, any of this sort of stuff at all at the time. Neither my wife nor I did. We had we we were not open to uh, the spiritual realms in that sense. We had a vague sort of interest in it, and I'd had one or two precognitive dreams when younger. But it was a completely different world. But yet it also came to us in a very, very familiar way, which was rather lovely. And the great thing about Jane was that the way that she introduced herself to us through very, very small and tiny things happening in the house so that we would just start to think, well, there's something going on here, but we don't know what it is. But it wasn't too terrifying, right, for, for somebody that was getting um, this sort of uh, incursion into life. It can sometimes be terrifying. Um, I, I was seeing things out of my peripheral vision. I was seeing dark shapes. I was, you know, encountering these odd, what I thought were sort of very brief hallucinations, really. And I was putting them down to, in my imagination, or was I going mad? That sort of question. Um, 
and it was really only when somebody, a very ordinary fella actually, uh, suggested that we get the house spiritually cleared that we, um, we, we finally met Jane through that process of having having a dowser actually come to the house. In fact, three ladies came to the house with their dowsing rods and introduced us to to the lady. Um, and that's where life started to change. I'm fascinated by your story. Um, you know, of course, Hollywood has overdone the poltergeist business, yeah. right, in a, in a very dark way. Um, but I'm so curious about this. So you said that Jane is a guardian. What do you mean by that? Well, once you start to access the subtle realms, uh, you'll know this, but I'll explain for your, sure. your listeners and the viewers. Yep. Once you start to access the subtle realms, then you are opening yourself to a form of reality and a layer of reality that will manifest in really the most appropriate way for you as a conduit of information exchange. That's a rather grand way of saying basically whatever works for you is going to work for you doesn't necessarily work for somebody else. So when you go to a sacred site, let's let's take place as, a, as an example, we're talking about spirit of place. When you go to a sacred site such as Stonehenge, everybody knows Stonehenge, let's move on from Stonehenge. There are places like Avebury Henge over here in the UK. You've got masses of sacred sites in the States. Mm -hmm. When you go to any of these places, there is actually a personality that can be accessed through dowsing, if that's the way that you choose to access them at each of these locations and their role in the structure of reality is to basically look after that realm and all of those people animals beings informational bodies that wish to pass through that time and space so their role of guardian is one of looking after that aspect that they vibrate with our roles really as human beings is to actually be guardians. We are supposedly guardians of our planet in the physical form, yeah. but look what we've detached from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Jane is merely a personification. I, I merely, I put that in brackets or whatever parentheses yeah. or whatever you want right. to say, not merely anything, but, you know, uh, she's a, a, a lovely, wonderful, amazing being just like all of these guardian aspects are and they many of them have chosen to come back and be present for us as you know um, beings to interact with and and exchange information with in the same way as they used to be present and very very much to the forefront of mystical practice and spiritual practice when we as a species were far more connected to the energies of mother earth as we are born to be, but we have ignored and forgotten and neglected. Well, I I jotted down like 10 questions while you were talking. I, I No, I really love this. So, you know, when people talk about like um, nature spirits, or I sometimes say, you know, the, the, the goddess of Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, Starbucks has a goddess on there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's not forget that, right? But um, I, I really do. I really do mean it at some level. Um, 
So are we talking, you know, because we are entering into another realm here. I mean, yeah. we could we could say we're in the quantum field, but I I'm really getting from you this. Uh, it, it's an interactive interface, for lack of knowing exactly what to call it, and then also. Um, talk more about like what is the difference between a quote unquote ghost a guardian a nature spirit a like the, and the yeah. earth yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Do you understand yeah. what no, i'm no, asking no, no. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm only laughing because of course it's, it's such a massive question but it's, it's fun, very fun but it's very yeah. fundamental so yeah. You mentioned the, the, the quantum word there. So, um, I mean, I, I do very much look at the, I, I, I follow the, the sort of school of thinking of somebody like Dr. Amit Goswami, who basically yeah. says that the quantum field is in a field of infinite possibility. And, and therefore we interact with it and we, you know, our realities are the reflection back from our interaction with that infinite field of possibility. Now, Having said that, um, the reason that I, I so warmly embrace uh, uh, Amit on on those sort of on that sort of level is because fundamentally that's what Jane was telling me when when I first started to have conversations with Jane the Guardian. This is the sort of thing that she was trying to put across. So she dived straight in there with this kind of like big life, the universe, and everything sort of um, conversation. Um, but partly because obviously I was asking the questions. I, you know, I wanted right. to know about what, what's it, what's going on over there. What's, what's, how is it for you? You know, literally, what's life yeah. like for you there? Right. Um, okay, so to come back to your question, ghosts are what we would traditionally regard as something like the remnants, the the remain, the the, the re those are all the wrong words. They are like the residual energy of somebody that has lived and passed and they their that presence is still there and you can still communicate with them and there it is right so sometimes a ghost will be lost because it hasn't passed over completely the soul hasn't transitioned correctly and therefore uh the role of the house healers that, that i work with and teach you know the part of the role is to help that soul move on and to and to transition and to therefore rebalance the energy of the space um a spirit you, you've got you know you've got all sorts of spirits will pass through and done their uh, journey correctly and they wish to come back and they wish to interact with us and uh spirits needn't necessarily be nature spirits but in your question you asked about nature spirits which is like to us over here in the uk we would call them the little people uh you know fairies uh, and the whole range of elemental energies that are associated with nature with plants with trees so you've got tree spirits and all of that and the, those are the basically what we would refer to as the divic realms so we've got angelic and divic guardian aspects as part of all of that picture does that make sense i feel yes. as i'm kind of throwing these words in there and it's not really kind of gelling but i think you under you know what i mean but i'm not sure that I i'm do. being clear for your viewers um so we've got various roles of uh, guardianship within all of that, um, which, you know, fundamentally, when you said there's the spirit of Seattle, I mean, broadly speaking, that's correct. 
because you've just got a matter of scale. So each and every house has a guardian aspect to it, right? And then as you pull out, if you were looking at Google Earth, for example, you need to pull out to a wider scale, so you might come out to a village, that will have a guardian aspect of the village, come out to a town, that'll have a guardian aspect as well. These are all personalities that you can communicate with, um, especially if you're prone or open to or susceptible to that kind of mediumship sort of way of interacting with those subtle energies. It doesn't mean to say that everybody is going to be able to have a conversation with them, but you can try and dowsing is the safest and the most um, uh, immediately available way for anybody, no matter where they think they are on the sensitivity scales. So somebody like yourself, highly sensitive, born with it, um, you know, your way of seeing the world and interpreting the world will be very different to mine, for example, but uh, as it would be to anybody else's. Um, and really the, the power of all of this stuff and the real kind of lesson for us all, uh, if there is a lesson, if there need be a lesson, uh, it is actually the absolute uniqueness of each of our individual universes in which we exist, you know? Um, yes. I, I'm hearing you very deeply. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to, I, I'm kind of like you, like it's such a broad subject, and but I want to kind of hone it in for the listing audience. So let me ask this question, and maybe this is a big one too. So our interaction, like you say somewhere along the line that we are the, uh, tra like the transmitter and the receiver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know how to ask, ask this question. So my energy or my, I don't know if it's my emotions, if it's my energy, if it's my being, you know, I don't really know what the right terminology is here. Um, but let's say that I'm having a bad day. Let's say that I'm really angry, right? Mm -hmm. So how would that interact with my I'll say my house, my environment, right? And how do, what is the, what is the deal there? Am I affecting the environment? Is, is, is it affecting me? Okay. Are we working together? You understand the question. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the answer, the answer is, uh, the short answer is yes. Yes. Um, but we'll, but we'll enlarge upon that. Um, so, okay. Yep. What, what we've got, in being the transmitter and the receiver. So w when we say that, that is the, that we are uh, receiving information from our seemingly external environment, we are processing through our state of being, our emotional state of being, whether that be angry, joyous, loving, fearful, any of these things, and therefore, and then that is being combined and manifested out for us to perceive and witness. And then we, in the next moment, react to that in a constant loop. Okay. So our experience of reality, because that's fundamentally what it is. It's our experience of reality is an ongoing created process moment by moment, building to minute by minute in a constant state of renewal and replenishment. So it's not like the earth is, there you go, it's been there for half a million years, billion years, whatever, uh, half a million, <laughs> uh, a few billion years. 
um, and, and nothing changes. It, it is at the absolute fundamental level of the quantum foam of um, creation being recreated every moment. And we, as a species, are part of that process in transmitting and receiving and, and right, that, that loop. Okay. So we live in our own feedback loop effectively, right? Now, so I am living in mine, you're living in yours, but at the moment our two feedback loops are interacting and that is partly because they're resonating at a similar frequency and therefore we're exchanging enough information. We have enough commonality in our two universes to exchange that existence. But what we both are is facets of the universe of source energy that is asking the question of what's going on what's the what's the experience here what is here to be learned how what does this particular aspect of packet of energy need to do in order to function effectively in a short meet and long-term scenario so in being angry for one thing, what we're doing is accessing a whole range of lower vibrational energies in our picture that is being presented by what we interact with, right? So we're, if we give, if we say that uh, anger, let's go to anger and fear and uh, all of the, the, the very low vibrations um, that can exist as a lot of people do really function with and thrive on. So we get into jealousy and hatred and uh, envy and, you know, nothing in the world is there to be grateful for. When you're in that kind of dark space, then fundamentally what you're experiencing is all of those vibrational echoes and resonances coming from that level. Now, this is why it's so important, you know, we, we talk about gratitude all the time, but it's very fundamental that once you can start to build on the gratitude and build the vibration of your existence to come from the heart in a loving sense, and therefore you're living from all of those lovely, wonderful, positive vibes of love, compassion, uh, those are echoed in sincerity and honesty and, you know, generosity and flow, then that world that you interact with and you co-create is a very, very different picture to one from the deep and dark and low energies creation. But the point is that we're doing this all the time, whether we know it or not. And that's the absolutely crucial thing. And so what we're really talking about doing is and again, this is not new, none of this is new, you know, this is it's very fundamental sort of ancient spiritual pra practice. But what is what is really important is that right now, it's our it's our choices, our ability to choose to function from here, from to, which is the heart energy, which is to function from compassion rather than to sit in the lower energies, which is where we've been as a species in a detached way, as we talked about before, for so many hundreds of years. So, and this is why, you know, your, your astrological forecast earlier on is actually incredibly relevant because it's in our choices. We have the choice. We, we have the ability to make the choices, but we need to understand and to be mindful that we are making choices and we choose and we put our energy of intention and love 
into those long choices, literally, when it's important that we do so, because that's what that's what changes the world that you experience. So right now, what we've got is a lot of right now, what we've got in the world is a lot of uh, chaos, huge amount of chaos. But every time we do a healing on a person, if we, if we bring it down to scale of one to one, what we see is a, is a healing reaction is a healing change uh, there in the process of change, there can often be chaos. Now, what we're seeing globally is exactly yeah. that, you know, we've had we've had generations of light workers asking for change and working on the light and all the rest of it. And so why would we be surprised that actually we're going to go through a period of immense chaos yeah. and fear and darkness? You know, this is a healing reaction. And the last few years has been very much a, a healing reaction, yeah. dealing with a lot of fear. There's more to come, uh, but where we are now is sharing a planet uh, that is absolutely waking up and waking up to the fact that it is a co-creative energy of of source the world is not what it seems that's the fundamental takeaway wow that's beautifully said um very very uh in-depth information and uh, we're going to take a station break um yeah, I have so many wonderful questions for you. I, I got a feeling this hour is going to go by really fast. Anyway, um, yeah, my, my guest today is the amazing, I truly mean it, Tim Walter. And uh, this is Loretta Brown. We're going to talk more about, believe it or not, ghosts and dowsing and house healing when we come back. You're not, you're going to want to hear it. So we'll be right back. Did you know that Reiki healing can be done at a distance? It's true. So let Reiki Oasis focus powerful energy to help relieve your stress, grief, sadness, anger, and so much more. Convenient, personalized treatments at a distance can increase lightness of being. During your appointment, find a quiet place to lie down or sit to receive healing energies. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. It's a challenge to convince a sick and frightened child that they needn't be afraid of the hospital. But it starts here at Encourage Kids. For over 30 years, we've been focused on making all of our pediatric partner hospitals a better place to get better. Encourage Kids provides the resources and the funding to bring relief directly to hospitalized kids through uplifting activities and positive therapies, resulting in smiles, magic, laughter, and hope. To learn more, visit encourage-kids.org. Alternative Talk 1150 is your sports organization's safe bet when it comes to airing your team's games. Our players are all seasoned professionals when it comes to sports programming. Imagine your games being heard on local radio. Your team deserves the MVP treatment. Call 425-653-1150 today to learn how affordable and fun it is to broadcast your games on the radio. Call 425-653-1150 and make your next season something special. That's 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Woohoo! Welcome back to the original Loretta Brown Show with my guest, Tim Walter. And he is an alternative life coach and a dowser and a house healer and all kinds of wonderful things. I want to remind the listening audience you can download these shows for free. You can find them on the uh, KKNW 1150 archives for the original Loretta Brown Show. And of course, we're on iTunes, Podcast One, Spotify, 
we're really all over the place. So there's hundreds of shows, um, many, many wonderful people. So go back and of course you can get this one and listen to it over and over again. Um, Tim, I wanna bring all of this down into a little bit more practicality for the listening audience. So could you please talk a little bit about <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like, which question do I want to ask? Uh, talk a little bit about dowsing and the work that you actually do with houses, because I'm thinking while people are listening, some people are probably saying, gee, do I have a do I have a ghost in my house? And or why is there an area of my house or something going on? And, and I know I'm saying a lot here and I, I know you'll jump in, but I actually have um, a client who a few years back I was working with who kept coming in talking about this area in her home that she just, when she goes into that area, it's not good. Okay. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's actually quite common that that you can find an area in a in a in a home that is just that one little area that somebody is like oh no I really don't like that or it's just a corner of a room sometimes it's like oh no I just don't want to put a chair in that corner uh, it, it it there are there are so many aspects to the subtle energies that do actually impinge on our subconscious um and if you're not kind of sensitive in the way that you are then um, people will just kind of like, feel, well, I don't really like that, but I don't know why I don't like that, you know, or whatever. But the thing is that 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 you there's a, 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 a geopathic stress is something that is oh, a label, okay. right? That is applied to uh, 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 to aspects of of a, a person's house that are creating detrimental influences on that person. So geopathic stress can be. Earth, earth energy, ley lines, spirits, any of these sort of things, technopathic stress even, can, as far as I'm concerned, yes. can come under the yes. whole label of geopathic stress. Right. So the thing is that, you know, um, if you talk to a real estate agent, then they'll talk about the, you know, the buyer just instinctively knows when they walk into a new property, whether it's the right house for them. What's going on there? Well, that that's exactly what we're talking about because it's a, an innate subconscious reaction to the energy of the house. So the wow factor when somebody walks into a new house is, you know, and they say, well, this is the one for us. This is lovely. I can see us living here and raising a family. That is really due to the energy, the feeling of the place. Now, in the house healing that we do, uh, we use a list of some 50 section headings, that's five zero, 50 section headings that we actually ask with dousing. We ask the management upstairs or we ask our guides uh, about is this facet, you know, section one, um, let's call it spirits, uh, uh, trapped souls, is this adversely affecting the, the occupant? And then you get a response, you get a yes or no response. And if you're mediumistically inclined, then you kind of have a conversation with your guide while you're doing that. So in that sense, then the dowsing becomes just a key to access your own intuitive abilities. So but you, we go through 50 or so of these section headings, which, as I say, includes things like underground water flows, ley lines, uh, earth energy lines, toxic lines, technopathic stress, you know, all electrical interference from things um uh he, he, psychic attacks psychic cords uh ancestor issues karma all of this sort of stuff 
people can be subjected to all sorts of things. If we think about the house and the place and like your example of a room that is not great, then most commonly it's underground water, earth energy, toxic lines or another kind of uh, energy flow in, as, a, as a line kind of manifested through. So earth energy lines, people will have heard of ley lines and uh, ley lines are usually straight alignments that could be plotted on a landscape. And the best thing with ley lines is to actually look at a map and then plot them on the map and you can see where they flow, right? Earth energy lines are slightly different because they weave like a river across the landscape. And mm. earth energy is the really, really important stuff because earth energy is the mechanism that carries the information of us away to wherever it is processed at whatever depth of resonance and therefore the reality created back to us, right? So earth energy is integral to that process that we've been talking about in the first half. But on a practical level, anybody can pick up a little, uh, an old coat hanger, bend it into a, an L rod and literally ask a question, uh, just simply very first question that I get people to ask, am I standing up? Right, you hold the old rod, am I standing up? And it will say no. Right, okay, fine. So you're then dousing. You are dousing. Now you can do it with a pendulum, uh, douse with a pendulum, you know, or a wedding ring on a bit of thread. Um, so the basic interaction with dousing is very straightforward. And the, the idea is that you ask a question and you get a yes or no response. But then when you get more practiced at it, you can, that opens up and the individual develops a different way of interacting with it. But simply, people at home, if they have a room that they feel uncomfortable about, they can literally bend a coat hanger, go in there and ask, and it's very safe. Just simply ask the universe, is there, so is there an earth energy line in this room that I am out of sync with, for example? That sort of thing. And you get a response. So if you are out of sync, what 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 do you do right put yourself back in <laughs> put yourself back in sync Funda fundamentally when, when we're working on people's houses because actually some people can get very out of sync to the yes. extent that they can have physical manifestations from beings or creatures or things that shouldn't be there so um really what what we're doing when we're doing the work is we're actually once we've got all the information about what's going on we we sit in meditation in the healing energy balancing part of the work we talk to upstairs and ask them to do the work that is required because we can't we don't know what is required we don't right. we don't have the bigger picture and we're doing all of this work in alignment with divine will and is rebalancing all of the energy levels in all stratas that affect all living beings, whether they're in our dimension or somebody or another one. So we can't access that kind of information. So we literally are doing it, you know, that we're, we are the, we are the point of awareness. We're the, we're the observing, we're the holding of the space. We are the thing that holds the space, you know, all of those expressions, um, but they do the work. So, yeah. Yeah, and I and you said something which actually goes back to uh, to my question, which is, if you are out of sync with that, right, 
and really out of sync, then you can begin to uh, attract negative entities or negative energies or things like that into your space. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right. I mean, it's you can not only attract negative um, entities, um, but you, you can be out of sync with the, you know, even the natural world, the underground water flows, for example. And there was lots of research done in uh, Germany um, decades ago about people that were sleeping over underground water lines that crossed and uh, instances of cancer. Um, and there certainly seemed to be a correlation. And in Europe, the medical profession, some of them, you know, actually treat these things with um, some degree of seriousness. So not here in the UK, I hasten to add. But yeah, I mean, the the uh, the detrimental influence that you can be subject to can be either from personalities or from features. Um, in your house healing, right, like, You've been doing this for a while now, right? And you tr you train people how to do this. And your book, Spirit and Earth, has a lot of Im information in it for people. I I highly recommend it, especially if you're trying to figure out how to work with your home or your environment. Um, do you have? Do you ever run into? Uh, I mean, I heard you say that you help spirits move on. Do you ever run into like haunted places? You know, a lot of people talk about. I, you know, like they move into a place and then, yeah. you know, the energy is really bad or whatever the deal it is. Can you talk to that, please? Yeah, I mean, a haunted house, for example, I mean, that's, a, you know, that's a real thing. Um, it's just it's not it's not a la Hollywood. You know, it's it's it, I mean, I'll rephrase that. It, it isn't often a la Hollywood. Okay. Right. So if you've got a, a really nasty uh, haunting going on, then, yeah, it can be, you know, you've got if you've got a lot of poltergeist activity and and if somebody has gone in there and really stirred up whatever um, entity is living there and was it was already grumpy and you've just gone <laughs> in there and, or somebody's just gone in there and made their day even worse, then they get really grumpy. So things happen. So yeah, I mean that you know haunted houses are are, are real um, phenomena. Um, it, unfortunately, there are a lot of TV programs where you know you've got the guys kind of rattling into a place and and then running around screaming because they're surprised by what they find. Or and some of it's made up, of course. But when you do the work, the work that we do, we are always going into a space with the utmost respect. We acknowledge that we are going to encounter living beings that are on different dimensions within that space. And depending on what the conversation has been with the client to start with, we will have an idea of to what extent it's going to be personality driven. Okay, let's use the word entity, entity driven uh, interference or not. But the point is that every living being sim simply wishes to have some degree of respect and we as a species are absolutely fantastic at completely ignoring any respect for ourselves let alone anything else so quite often what is required is for an understanding a conversation with that personality with that entity and in understanding what the issue is why is it there 
what is it associating its vibration with is it actually parasitic in terms of is it taking something from the person mm. and therefore there's a, a symbiosis that's developed over a long time and therefore can that that relationship be broken and for the both of those aspects to still exist and to complete their purposes so there's a whole conversation to be had but you do that from a, a place of of understanding of compassion and of accepting that everything deserves respect so you have a training program mm -hmm. can you talk about that uh, i can it's uh, it's it really is it's the self-development program more than anything else to be honest it's um i've been doing it for a few years um uh, because it, 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 what happened was that, um, I had a mentor, um, Hamish Miller, uh, lovely, lovely guy, uh, author of a book called the sun and the serpent, which was about the earth energy flows across the South of England. Now, Hamish, um, because he was a great dowser and a, 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 a wonderful, um, natural healer i don't like the word healer but you know let's use that for the sure. time being sure, sure. he um f found this existence as well you know beyond the veil and he would go into a space uh, to work with somebody's house and clear it simply by opening that portal and asking the management in in that respect right so so i met hamish and and had learned about his process um uh around about 2000 well i met him in 2003 2002 he passed away in 2010 mm. um by the time he passed away i um uh, i i wasn't doing it professionally doing this house healing professionally but i started to get interested in, in more of that aspect about you know okay so what is all this about and i met um, adrian and gordon weber who is a dowser here in the uk he was um, uh, a leading light of the British Society of Dowsers for some years. Now, what Adrian had done was to put together a, a structure, a framework, which had these 50 or so second headings. Now, he's, he's, Adrian's become a good buddy of mine. Um, and uh, he, what was obvious was that what, what Hamish had been doing and what Adrian was doing were very, very compar comparable and compa compatible. And where I take facets from both of these guys um i want i relate it to the individual house healer and that's what i work with that's that's what i teach is there is your if you were to do it for example i would be talking to you about your individual unique amazingness and how you express that in working with the clients that you then meet and how you work and develop that relationship to upstairs in order to achieve the change that you want to achieve for those clients. So what I'm talking about is that special, wonderful uniqueness that we all have. If that answers any gets us, I'm not sure if that gets close to answering your question. Yeah, because your um, your training program it, uh, is called the Knights Rose House Healing Training Course. Yeah, and it is a spiritual development course. I mean, it's a it's a development course along with it. And I I think the point of a lot of 
uh, my questions today was to help bring into focus for the listening audience the the entire realm that you step into when you begin this concept of dowsing and house healing. Um, what is a typical house healing visit like? Like, what if someone wanted um, you to work with them? Yeah, go go for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there, there isn't really a typical one, um, <laughs> uh, Loretta. Thank you. <laughs> as you might, <laughs> as you might uh, yeah, sort yeah. of expect. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it, it can be it could be a whole range of things it can be from you know I, I've had um, I, I really should be more prepared because you know everybody asks this and I always forget what my who my clients have been uh, obviously we've got client confidentiality so I'm not going to go of into too much detail but sure. we have things like you know I, I did some work um, a little while ago for a couple who were feeling very very um, affected by their wi-fi system and the, the electronics as it turned out, the issue actually was fear from a, a deeper level, and actually the the, the manifesting, you know, the the symptom, the the symbols rather, of the electrical stuff was purely the symbolism. And so once we dealt with the fear at a very fundamental level, they they were fine. They they were no longer reacting to the electronics. So that's one thing. I've just done some work. Well, I'm working now with a guy who has a touch of schizophrenia, um, certainly has bipolar, and we're helping to bring his true character back to the fore. Now, but what we have to bear in mind is that there are, you know, layers to this, some of them are mental. And, you know, if you talk to a psychologist and a psychiatrist or a psychotherapist, then they will absolutely be working on that mental level. The spiritual level can affect the mental level as well. But it's there's there's a kind of a com combination that needs to be done quite often. I we don't uh, neglect and we don't dismiss mainstream medical practice. So if somebody has a history of bipolar and they are being treated by their medical practitioner, then that's great if they're happy with that. If they want to look into whether the spiritual healing is going to help them, then yeah, we we work with that and we see how that goes. We don't guarantee any kind of results. Um, we, because we never know what's going to happen. Right. But so, so schizophrenia, a little bit of schizophrenia, bipolar. Yes, definitely. We've had some success with that. We've had families where, uh, bless them, daughters have had anorexia. They, you know, that that's uh, that can be a um, that can be a spiritual energy process. Uh, very dark stuff, actually, sometimes. Um, sometimes it's simply children, youngsters, toddlers, or, or children of any age not sleeping, or adults not sleeping. Um, mm. Frequently, though, with adults not sleeping, it's not actually due to the spiritual kind of energy stuff. It's just, you know, come on, come on, what are you doing? Let's just get your, you know, get your, get your habits sorted out here properly. Yeah. Look after right. yourself. Right. But, but with kids, um, there, it can be very, um, very, you know, big reactions to, to going from being terrified of being in their room and not sleeping to just being completely out for the count um, once the clearing's been done. You know, because we do get instances where it's, you know, the classic case of, you know, the child says, mummy or daddy, there's somebody in my room and why are they in my room? You know, they're there every night and I don't like them. Why do they sit there at the end of the bed? You know, this sort of thing. Right. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, there's all sorts, Loretta, really. I mean, I, don't... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm on this subject. Like I really love this subject. Um, so we barely scratched the surface. I mean, we're down to like the last couple of minutes of the show. Right. Um, talk for just very quickly, your book spirit and earth and, uh, where can people find you? And I know you have a YouTube channel and and very quickly yeah yeah uh spirit and earth actually that's um that was written really fundamentally so that we could illustrate just how simple it is to connect to these amazing beings and to the power that is there and to the power that is within us and that's the reason i co-wrote that with adrian and Gordon weber who i mentioned earlier on so that's the book you can get it from amazon um i know a lot of people don't like amazon but you know there we go it's a really good, good outlet so it's helpful yeah. Um, you can find me on the YouTube channel. Simply go to YouTube and Google Tim Walter Dowser or Tim Walter House Healer. If you don't put the House Healer or the Dowser in, you'll get some German football manager. That is <laughs> clearly not me. <laughs> so, and don't go asking him about House Healing because you probably won't get a very nice response. So, Tim Walter House, house Healer or Dowser um, oh or www.knightsrose.com dot com so that's k-n-i-g-h-t-s-r-o-s-e yeah. dot com yeah that's the place to find me i love it all right so everybody tim walter spirit and earth dousing yeah house healing ghosts energies what a wonderful show um three last words what would you like to say to the audience uh Ah, three last words. <laughs> you know, that's the sort of question that I used to ask as a video producer. So in three words, just capture it, capture it. Uh, I would, I just keep wanting to come back to the words, God bless you, because oh, actually, yeah. you know, it is about the, the higher realms. Yes, And it is. we are supported 100% of the time. Absolutely. To the listening audience, have a great week. Uh, be careful. It is going to be a full moon in Aries. Oh boy, time for a party. Anyway, lots of love, everybody. Thank you so much. And